0: Let me talk to you a little bit about Sweat Block. Sweat Block is for people who sweat a lot. Now, this is a. uh, In fact, I have it here. This is an under uh, underarm deodorant, and then there is the clinical protection. This is a uh, this is a like a uh, a wipe that you would wipe under your arms at night. You'd do it once every. I think it's seven days. And it blocks you from sweat. You don't have to worry about it for seven days. It's it's, a, it's it, the guy who came up with it was a, um, a biologist and chemical engineer, I think, at uh, Harvard. And he had a really problem, big problem with sweating. And he was like, OK, I've got to solve this. And he did. It's truly amazing. So you can get the underarm if, if you want the strongest underarm uh, deodorant and antiperspirant out there. You get sweat block. You really have a problem? You get the Dry Boost antiperspirant wipes from Sweatblock. Just go to sweatblock.com. Sweatblock.com. Do it today. You will get 20% off at sweatblock.com. You can also find them on Amazon. Use the promo code BECK.
1: Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. The The very paper of record, the one that has been leading the charge saying, oh, this uh, Great Reset stuff, this is just a conspiracy theory. We found new audio of Larry Fink from BlackRock, Talking about how they have to force behaviors from other companies now where did we find this audio from a conference led by the very paper that says it's a conspiracy theory from the New York Times deal book conference not yesterday in 2017 listen to what BlackRock CEO Larry Fink says about ESG and the Great Reset.
2: Well, behaviors are going to have to change, and this is one thing we're gonna, we're asking companies. Uh, you have to force behaviors, and at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors.
0: Hmm, but don't worry. They'll never force you to do things. That's a conspiracy theory. We begin with some earth-shaking news in 60. So whether it's a tornado, we've been getting one, uh, we've had them here in uh, Texas and in the south recently, man, those things freak me out. Only thing worse, volcano, earthquake, fire. But I don't live in California, so I don't have to worry about those three happening at the same time. Um, But whatever the disaster is, or maybe it's just a really bad storm or flood, could be the fact that uh, food's gonna be scarce. Are you prepared for whatever might come your way? Please get stocked up with emergency food from My Patriot Supply. It's very easy to prepare for everything we might be about to experience. So, do yourself a favor go to preparewithglen.com. You're going to save $150 on their special three month emergency food kit. It'll give you breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks, totaling over 2,000 calories a day. So, when you know what hits the fan, you have the food kit. Do it now. Preparewithglenn.com. Get this special $150 discount at preparewithglenn.com. Go there now. Preparewithglenn.com. Okay. I'm going to go over some of the stuff that I went over last night in the Wednesday night TV show, but I find this is so critically important for you to understand Uh, What America will look like, I believe, soon, financially. I want you to know, I pray that I'm wrong. I really do. But there is just too much hard evidence out there to put your faith in man. We have to find our faith and our hope in God. What no one is really talking about is the new alliance with Russia and many countries around the world this is going to do two things it is going to collapse our u.s dollar which will be replaced by a digital programmable currency if we enter a cold war god forbid a hot war what is known as the american lifestyle will come to a screeching halt and i'll explain that here in a minute There are things that, due to time, I'm just going to have to assume you either know because you've read my book or you're some sort of a financial geek. If you do not know them, learn them. Get a copy of my book, The Great Reset. I don't care if you get it at the library. Go back and listen to my podcasts. You can find those for free and watch my last few Wednesday night specials on BlazeTV.com. They're also available. Some of them are also still available at YouTube, YouTube com. Just search for Glenn Beck and Blaze TV. A couple of things you need to know. I'm going to assume you do modern monetary theory. That is printing money at uh, as much as you want and to control sp- spending, meaning controlling how people spend that money to curb high inflation. That's how we're operating now. Modern monetary theory. ESG, its the public-private partnerships that will punish those who will not play the game on global warming, social justice, or being told who and how to hire in your own business. Things are moving so quickly now. I want you to listen carefully to me. There is coming a time where I, I don't believe I'll be able to say the things in which I believe I will never say the things that I do not believe, but you will need to know these things. You're going to need to do your own research, remain calm and peaceful. Most importantly, listen to him in whatever way he speaks to you. God is speaking to people right now. And you know what I mean. He is speaking to you if you are listening through coincidence my wife hears his voice through scriptures she you know is reading and she's like there's the answer for me through dreams through promptings but he is telling you what you are supposed to do if it's violence you know that's not from god if it doesn't make sense or it's really something you really really don't want to do most likely it's god But do whatever you are hearing. Do it with exactness and do nothing more. Just wait. Here's what's coming. The global financial system is about to fundamentally transform. And no matter how it all shakes out, the dollar will be gone. And whatever replaces the dollar, our lives will not be the same. Your purchasing power will be weaker than it is today. And I believe we have a matter of months, not years, before this takes place. I don't know. I'm always wrong on timing. But I believe this could happen by the end of the year, depending on how things go in Russia and Ukraine. So what's happening? Well, let me just give you a quick history. We've already gone through uh, two radical changes just in the last hundred years. Bretton Woods one happened in 1944, and that's where the global community pegged all international currency to the U.S. dollar. Uh, It became the gold standard because we had all the gold. Everybody, you know, gave us gold for World War One. We had it. We kept their gold for safekeeping. And the dollar was pegged to the price of gold. That was Bretton Woods one. Bretton Woods, II happened in 1971. And again, when the uh, global financial uh, uh, and again, the global financial system changed when Nixon took us off the gold standard. Now, the dollar was still the world reserve currency, but it wasn't backed by anything at all. No gold or any other commodity. It just carried some mysterious value. Well, the world began to question the dollar. And so what we did is we quasi pegged it to the price of oil. When inflation became bad, and this is really important, when inflation became bad, meaning we printed too many dollars because we wanted to spend more, we corrected it from the 1970s into the 1980s. In the 1980s, under Reagan, Volcker raised the interest rate to almost 20%, which hurt us here in America for a time. But it gave the world confidence that the dollar was solid and we would never let it spiral out of control. But in 2008, we did the opposite. And by 2010, between 2010 and 2014, they knew we were bailing everybody out. We were... Uh, uh, printing money to make everybody happy at home, uh, to make the stock market go up. And everyone, everyone knew this was wrong and wouldn't work. I should say everybody in the elite sector, they knew it wouldn't work. And so the world began to look for a new financial system. That system has been found. It has been developed. And the time to turn the key to start the engine is now or very soon. We are now in and if you look this up, if you think I'm a conspiracy theory or whatever, look it all up. Go to the IMF, uh, go to uh, the Federal Reserve, just do a Google search for Bretton Woods three and only look at the original sources, the Treasury, et cetera, et cetera. No one is talking about this. But a few years ago, I did a chalkboard um, where I said the last thing that will happen is a trust implosion where the world will no longer believe in anything anymore. They won't know what to trust. And when that breaks down on all levels, it would be the end of capitalism as we know it. And it would usher in something that Joe Biden just announced.
2: You know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy, not just the world economy in the world It occurs every three or four generations. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're going to there's going to be a new world order out there. OK, and we've got to stop
0: it. a new world order, a new world order. This is one of the biggest announcements in my lifetime, and people pretty much yawned through it. A new world order. Don't go to anything, you know, nefarious. I mean, I think it is nefarious, but don't you don't have to go there. Just understand what he's saying. It happens every three or four generations. Roughly 100 years. We're actually on a cycle that is about 50 years. Bretton Woods one in 1944. Bretton Woods two in 1971. But that is what he's talking about. That it goes, you know, it happens uh, every couple of generations where we change our financial system. Now, he's talking about a new world order, but one of our enemies and one of Russia's new allies is talking about it as well. (sighs) Iran's enemies, I'm quoting, Israel and the United States have an expiration date as the new world order is upon us. This is coming from General Hossein Salami, which, I mean, you got a name of Salami. Anyway, he's the commander in chief of the Iranian Revolutionary Guards. Now, that's the one that we're thinking about delisting as a terrorist organization. Again, they have an expiration date as the new world order is upon us. They've been meeting with Russia, China, and everyone else. There is a new Axis power that is being formed. Okay, now this is not just about our dollar. It's about everything that we know and how it works and how we work. The free market will be replaced with stakeholder capitalism. Don't let the second word in that confuse you. It is not capitalism. Companies will not be free to make their own decisions. They will be coerced to follow the ESG playbook. Don't believe me? Again, here's Larry Fink.
2: Well, behaviors are going to have to change. And this is one thing we're, going to, we're asking companies. You have to force behaviors. And at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors.
0: Got it? Mal once said, there is no construction without destruction. And that's what's happening right now to the world's financial system. And it is being played out as I believe planned because they knew it was all going to fall apart. They were just waiting for the reason, if they were ready, to bring it on naturally. So let's talk about the destruction before the construction. What would allow something like this to happen? Actually, that's not good enough. What would make the people cry out for something to be done? I'll tell you in 60 seconds. You know when they get you, right? The cyber thieves, they get you when your guard is down, either because you think you're paying close close attention uh, to where your personal data is going on the web or because you're not paying attention at all. In either case, You're the perfect target for somebody who is looking to separate you from your personal information and your money. I will tell you that we have all kinds of security and everything else. And I'm not I'm not safe online. Are you and I don't know the first thing. If something happens to me, I I have no idea what to do to repair my credit and everything else. Get my identity back. It's a real problem. That's why I really leave it into the hands of the experts and they can't stop everything, but they do have a team. If somebody is is stealing or trying to steal, they have a team that is the cleanup team. The plumbers come in. It's LifeLock. LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25 percent off your first year with the promo code back. One eight hundred LifeLock. One eight hundred LifeLock or LifeLock dot com. Use the promo code back for 25 percent off. Do it. Now, 10 seconds, station ID. So you remember a few years ago, I was saying, hey, you should get your gold out of the Fed. Remember that? Hey, countries, why are they delaying? Why won't they give countries their gold back? Um, Because rehypothecation. I'm not going to get into it, but look the word up. Uh, They didn't want to do it. And now what have they done? Now, the central banks have said Russia's dollar and any gold that they might be storing with our central bank. Not good. You're not going to get it. And your dollar is not yours. It's not worth anything. It's in our bank. Well, that's a real problem. They have the the uh, the central bank, all of the G7 countries, shut off the Russian central bank's access to nearly all of its foreign currency reserves, six hundred and thirty billion dollars. That means all that money is just gone. So if the financial system in the West can just decide that your money can suddenly go poof. What the heck is money? Because it's not gold. Is this all a con? Do I have to play by the rules of the United States? And if I don't want to play that game, I'm Mexico. I'm whomever. I'm tired of having Uncle Sam tell me what to do. I don't think I want to hold their currency anymore. Why would the global financial elite reveal this? Well, it's almost like they... Want this to come crashing down. They want destruction in order to commence with reconstruction. U.S. petrodollars have been the world's currency now, um, our reserve currency all over the world. They are the basis for global energy sales for decades. But now, because of Ukraine and because of our blockade, that's all changing. The Saudis are right now considering accepting the Chinese dollar instead of U.S. dollars for all Chinese oil sales. Saudi Arabia been a longtime U.S. ally, with the exception of two times, the Obama administration and Biden's. Okay, so the relationship between us and the Gulf kingdoms has gotten so bad, the Saudis won't even accept our president's phone call. They won't even talk to him Now, consider a year ago, President Trump was leading a massive peace deal in the Middle East relations with Israel and the Arabs never higher. And all the while, the left was saying it could never be done. Look how far we have fallen. And why are we doing? Why are we doing this? Oil producers and those that refuse to turn their backs on fossil fuels are the new enemy. They have to be marginalized. And the Chinese are stepping in because nature hates a vacuum sanctions on russia are forcing new alliances and an alternate financial system yesterday the russians told europe you gotta buy our oil in rubles that's never happened before who do you think is going to win that one russia also is working with india India and Russia are now making moves to operate outside of the Western Swift financial network. India has always played geopolitical games on both sides of the fence, but they now have roughly the same population as China, 1.4 billion people. They can't do anything radical like the Great Reset Green agenda. They can't provide energy for over a billion people with solar panels and wind farms. They're not going to do it. And that's what this really comes down to money and energy. Before the experts point out that China and India are adversaries, I just want to show you a couple of headlines. Uh, this one is from the Tribune, India. Time for India, China to mend their ties. Another one from an Indian newspaper. China has a huge strategic opening within, with India. Now, Russian's foreign minister, and I want you to hear this carefully, Russian's foreign minister straight-up announced this part of the Axis a couple of days ago. Listen to what he said.
3: There are uh, players who would never accept the global village under the American sheriff. Uh, And uh, China, India, Brazil, Argentina, Mexico. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am sure these countries do not want uh, to be just in a position when Uncle Sam uh, orders them something and they say, yes, sir.
0: Russia, China, Saudi Arabia, India. But did you hear the other countries he was talking about? Brazil, Argentina and Mexico right in our backyard. Will they join the new access? Well, uh, what do they have in common? Oh, Argentina has uh, 2.3 billion barrels of proven oil reserves. Mexico has 10 billion barrels and Brazil has 16 billion barrels of oil reserves. Oil is a major part of their economies. And taken together, this is significant. Now, look at the rest of the coming axis. You have Russia, 80 billion barrels. China, 25 billion barrels. Saudi Arabia, 266. India has 30 billion. Iran has 157 billion. And if you're curious about Saudi Arabia and Iran getting along, they have really no choice. It's either cooperate or get stomped. What was it that Larry Fink just said? The world is being divided now on energy producers and the Great Reset. This is going to lead to the decoupling of the dollar. But there's something guaranteed that will happen for sure just by doing the math. I'll tell you next. The
1: Glenn Beck Program.
0: Okay. Uh, Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's going to get harder and harder to sell your house now. Interest rates are going up. Uh, People are starting to slam the brakes on uh, new home purchases. That would be great. Uh, The problem is that companies like BlackRock are buying up houses in the tens of thousands. Uh, They're going to be the people that own the house, and you'll just rent the house from them. Uh, Realestateagentsitrust.com. If you can buy a house, buy it. Don't buy over your means. Things are going to get tougher. Uh, But make sure you get a a great real estate agent that can actually take uh, your home that you have, sell it at the highest price, and then help you get that other house that you're moving into, whether it's across the street or across the country. Make sure they secure it at the lowest possible price. Get the best real estate agent you can find. Try ours, realestateagentsitrust.com. realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. We've done all the vetting for you, but I want you to interview them yourself. realestateagentsitrust.com.
4: How Ukraine's crisis will usher in a digital dollar disaster. All the documents we've been talking about are up right now at glennbeck.com.
0: Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. So I want you to go in and, and listen to last night's television show or watch it on blaze tv.com. Uh, at least this morning, it is still up at uh, YouTube. Uh, just go to the blaze tv channel and look for my Wednesday night special. Uh, and it talks about the digital dollar. It takes what I've just set up and now gives it um, Gives it all of its teeth and shows you how this is being developed and how it has been developed for a long time. 2014, Russia, China, they already started making their alliance on a digital uh, currency and a, a new world order on their side. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I just please just consider that the Axis power is Russia, China, Saudi Arabia, India. The stands, um, possibly Argentina, Mexico and Brazil, that alone will end the American lifestyle as we know it. So the goal really on both sides is to decouple from the U.S. dominated global financial system, break the back of the United States, cripple the globalist supply chain and Just hear this, please, because this will happen. We go to war. This will happen. If we can't get products from China, India, Singapore, Vietnam, or chips from China or the high tech chips from Taiwan, because if we're at war and Israel looks like it's preparing war because Iran is preparing war on Israel If we can't, if we're bogged down in a war, that's your access power. China is going to take Taiwan. If those things happen, how much are our TV? Where are we even going to get our TVs? Where are we going to get them? How are we going to get them across? What will they cost? How much will our clothing cost or anything we currently buy at Walmart? Take a look at all the products that you buy. Where are they made? Are they made here in America? Are they made in Mexico? Mexico, uh, Russia is courting them to go with their axis power. How long will it take for us to begin to make those things again? How long will it take us to be able to make medicine again? What cost will it be to... Not only build the factories, but retrain the workers in things that are in many ways a lost art in America. No one even makes fabric here in America, let alone clothing. And if Mexico joins the axis power, what is the cost of our lifestyle? I know for the last few years I've been saying I live in America. What do you mean it's going to take me eight months to get this? What are you talking about? It's because of the global supply chain. It's going to get worse without war because of what's happening in China right now. But because of war and because of the price of oil, it's going to get worse, not better. Here's the thing. This. This is all going to change our lifestyle dramatically and make it out of reach for most people. But the good news is there's a plan that promises by 2030, you won't only own anything, but you'll be happy. And it all begins with a crisis created by the same people who are offering a solution to save ourselves. All we have to do is reimagine the entire world, our jobs, how we work, what we buy, what we eat. We'll be forced for our own good to do these things for the good of our planet, the good of our country, the good of our family. And most will not question because they don't have forewarning or they'll listen to places like The New York Times that tell you there is no coercion involved in ESG. Except The New York Times is lying to you because The New York Times held a conference with Larry Fink in 2017 And this is what he was talking about with ESG.
2: Well, behaviors are going to have to change. And this is one thing we're we're asking companies. Uh, You have to force behaviors. And at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors.
0: That is shocking that that is that old. 2017, that's been out. And we've heard all this conspiracy nonsense and everything else. There is the biggest hedge fund, the biggest investor in the world. We're forcing people to do it. Most people don't have forewarning. Some people will just deny it no matter what. It doesn't matter. You have forewarning. Now you need to do your own research from the original sources. Do not take it even from people like me. Don't take it from me just because i said it doesn't make it true you have to own this information you have to do the work use the sources the imf the ustreasury.gov uh, whitehouse.gov the world economic forum wef.org the central bank of england read the book he's got several now from charles uh, from uh, not charles klaus schwab read the great reset by the way, you can get it now in hardbound just for the footnotes and to make sure that you don't lose this copy. Get it hardbound. If you want to listen to it or read it on Kindle, that's fine. But I highly recommend you get a hard copy and use the footnotes. Just because I said it doesn't make it true. You have to know that you can't live on somebody else's testimony. The next step is digital programmable currency. I don't care what anyone says. It's inevitable and it is coming. And you'll understand all of that if you watch last night's show, uh the Wednesday night special on Blaze TV. Um so can I talk about something a little little different here? Yeah, sure.
4: Um we uh the Great Reset came mm-hmm. out on uh, January 11th. Mhm. Uh and you know you may have remembered we had some issues with yeah selling out all the books immediately yeah so the books came back in stock this week and uh, now BookScan which is the 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 organization that actually counts the books unlike the New York Times which just makes up their own algorithm yeah, right uh, they uh, have the new list out uh, number one book in the country the Great Reset in week wow. ten of
0: release week wow. ten more than double any other book on the list it's crazy it is crazy and I am. I am truly grateful. My biggest and Justin, who is the co-author of the book, we talked about this the entire time we were researching this book. At first, we started researching The Great Reset because neither of us believed it. We didn't believe it. Thought it was. We thought it was a conspiracy theory because it was too crazy. And then we started researching it and we started looking at their own words and we're like, oh, my gosh, everybody's involved in this. Um, and then our biggest fear was that nobody would care. That we would put all this work into it and then no one would read it. Nobody would care about mm. it. Uh, and the opposite is happening. Yes. Uh, by the way, you're number 15 on the New York Times bestseller list. <laughs> Am I really? <laughs>
4: number? Literally number one. Double every other book on the list when it comes to actual sales. On the New York Times list, you're number 15. The number one book, you sold almost 10 times as many copies as what the New York Times has as number one. <laughs> it's absolutely That's unbelievable. It's it just shows, It's like the perfect actual example of how the New York Times operates. Like they the same titles are there. Mm-hmm. They're just totally out of order
0: and totally manipulated to their own agenda. And there's no way you can get to number 15 with anything other than push that down. Push that down. There's no algorithm that could even be close. That is, push that down, which should tell you everything. We just got that clip from the New York Times. Yeah. The New York Times held a conference in 2017, and I don't know who found the clip, but thank you. Thank you, whoever it was, for finding that clip of Larry Fink. So at the New York Times conference, he says... We're forcing people. Listen again. Larry Fink. CEO of BlackRock, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, CEO of BlackRock, which is the largest investment
2: firm in the world. Here he is. Well, behaviors are going to have to change. And this is one thing we're we're asking companies. Uh, You have to force behaviors. And at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors.
0: So now how is he doing that? He's doing that by cutting off all of your money. Well, you're not going to get investment unless you clean it up. And then it, he's not only doing that, but they're also buying enough shares to be able to vote out the uh, the major stakeholders to vote out the the people on the board. They put three environmentalists on Exxon. They bought up a whole bunch of shares. And then at the shareholder meeting, they were like, we'd like to challenge uh, the uh, uh, the um, uh, board. And we'd like an election, and they got three environmentalists on their board. That's how they do it. So you're going to play ball one way or another. The New York Times is lying to you. That's why the New York Times has my book at number fifteen. When I sold (laughs) ten times the amount of times as many books as the 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 book they have at number
4: one, Uh, Uh, it's absolutely impossible uh, to justify. Uh, in any way, um, but I will say this, Glenn. One thing, not from the New York Times side, not from the f- far left side, they're going to do what they do. But there are, I think, there is a decent amount of people with this particular topic who are like you when you started, which is you don't want to believe, you don't, can't believe that something like the Great you Reset don't is going believe on. You this. don't want to believe it, and for good reason, you're skeptical at the beginning because there is so much misleading. And
0: actual conspiratorial stuff on the Internet about this topic, which I I know it, it, this is a conspiracy theory here, but yeah. which I think would be to their advantage if they created it. Right. You know right. what I mean? I, I mean, uh, I don't dude, know that's that they why, did, but, but right. It, it's, it's I'm not like, saying
4: they did either. It's like that propaganda. It's like that misinformation and Correct. disinformation and mal- malinformation they talk about all the time. There's so if you just go on Google and search for the Great Reset, you're going to stumble upon tons of stuff. Uh, first of all, you'll see a lot of the real documents from these organizations, but you will also see tons of bizarre conspiracy theories, stuff that you will know instantly is not true, mm-hmm. that is under the, ba- under the banner of The Great Reset. If you, if you read the book, The Great Reset, you're going to see stuff that's heavily documented and not conspiratorial, yeah. um, not some crazy theory. And you, you could, have to be able to decipher between those things. And I think a lot of regular people... Hear about this, Google it, see the crazy stuff, and say, oh, this is nothing. Right.
0: And I don't, you know, that it is. is it is crucial, crucial. Nobody knows what to believe. So I'm telling you right now, do not believe me or take my word for it. I want you to go to the World Economic Forum.org, wef.org. I want you to go to our treasury. I want you to what is the Hamilton? I want you to go to the Fed and read the 75-page report on the new digital dollar called the Hamilton. It was something that the Fed Boston worked with MIT to produce. They're ready. They're ready. Read it from the original source. And 50 pages of fine print new, uh, uh, footnotes at the end of The Great Reset. Make sure you get a hardbound copy. I don't know how many copies are are left, And I don't know how many copies before we have to go into. I know we are already ordering new, but I have no idea how long it will take us to get the paper and the print again. So get it now while you can. The Great Reset available at bookstores everywhere. All right. Tunnel to Towers Foundation. You know, the one thing that is very, very clear in my uh, in my prayers every day is that we are to love one another. We are to be peacemakers and we are to help one another. We will be blessed as we help lift the darkness and do good. That's why Tunnel to Towers exists. Really, it exists to lift people up. And it is such a great organization. They have a deep commitment to our country and to those who serve it. Now, since 9/11, Tunnel to Towers Foundation been supporting America's heroes and their families. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home, young children left behind. Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden. Catastrophically injured veterans and first responders. They build mortgage-free smart homes, enabling the severely injured heroes to live an independent life. And now, through Operation Home Base Tunnel to Towers, is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. In a world too often filled with darkness, they are bringing in the light. Let's help them do it, if you can. Donate eleven dollars a month to T2T.org. That's T, the number two T. Dot org. Do it now. The Glenback Program. This is the Glenback Program. So yesterday. Uh, I you know I have not been paying attention, and no, i can 't say that I have not been watching the supreme Court uh, nomination you know trial because I know how it's going to end. you know I watched the o j Simpson trial because you didn't know what was going to happen. This one we know what 's going to happen she's going to be voted in, and she'll be serving on the Supreme Court, and the woman cannot cannot define a woman when Ted Cruz asked her yesterday, could I go into your courtroom and claim to be an Asian male? She said, well, I'd have to listen to the argument. Excuse me? No, how what argument would make Ted Cruz an Asian man or or an Asian woman? She said she'd have to listen to the argument in court. Uh, I think personally that disqualifies you and not for any kind of. Uh, for, for any reason that is, you know, politically correct or incorrect. If you cannot define a man, a woman, an Asian, you have to hear someone's explanation. That's common core math. I don't know. That's the wrong answer. But show me how you got there. It might be right. No, no. That person should be Disqualified period. She won't be. But that should be a wake-up call to a lot of Americans. Your Supreme Court justice cannot define the word woman. So tell me what's too crazy to happen again? That that would never happen in America. Tell Tell me what's left on that list, will you please? Stop saying that. Well, that'll never happen. Stop saying that. Think differently. We're in a different world.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: All right, let me tell you about uh, Z Stack. Your health is all about you. it 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 depends on you. As things get harder to get, as things become more confusing, we all have to be healthy. We have to have a strong immune system. That's where Z-Stack comes in. Z-Stack is specially formulated, natural immune-boosting supplement. It's got everything that you would need in there. And it was formulated by the world-renowned Dr. Vladimir Zelenko. It's been scientifically formulated. It's kosher, it's GMP certified, and it's produced here in the United States. Take control of your own health and the health of your family. The way to deal with potential sickness is to knock it out while it's still in the potential part. Boost your new immune system now. ZStackLife.com slash Beck. ZStackLife.com slash Beck. Use the promo code Beck and you get a discount on your first order. ZStackLife.com slash Beck. Promo code Beck. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program So the biggest story of the week uh, I think really for the last month Has been gas prices, the price of food, inflation And how they're going to fix it Well, they're not going to fix it They're going to make it worse In California, uh, uh, Gavin Newsom said We're going to send people, uh, we're going to send them rebates uh, Okay, well, all right, hang on just a second a rebate, a Putin rebate? Is that what you're doing? But not just California. Unfortunately, the federal government says they're gonna they're thinking about it, it's going through Congress right now. They're thinking about doing a rebate, a gas rebate. Now that might sound good to you, but those are gonna come from printed dollars. That'll only make inflation worse. Why are we listening to these people? Why are we looking for solutions from the people who created the problem? And how can we trust anything on war or energy with a president that is compromised? A president that has taken money, his family through his son from Ukraine, Russia, and China. This is truly the biggest story of, I think, my lifetime in, in the history of America. A compromised president and no one wants to talk about it. Peter Schweizer, he joins us in 60 seconds. So if you're going to put in the effort to take good
4: care of your skin and look younger, shouldn't you be using the best products? And you know, when those products go on sale, we were just talking about the economy and ways to save money. If the products are gonna go on sale, shouldn't you be at the front of the line? I mean, obviously. So that's exactly what you're doing with GenuCell's new Ultra Retinol Serum. The wonder of skincare technology hydrates your skin at a cellular level and builds on top of its deep moisture with incredible anti-wrinkle effects. And I know what you're thinking. It sounds like really good quality skincare product, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but, you know, if you really, really want uh, the best, why not get it when there's absolutely no risk? Go to GenuCell.com. Slash back right now for 50% off the brand new ultra retinol serum. You'll be amazed with the results or your money back. No risk here. You also get genucel's immediate effects for results in twelve hours or less. Free with your order. You can go to GenuCell.com slash back. It's GenuCell.com slash back. Makes a great gift. Free express shipping, free returns, great customer service. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash back. com slash back.
0: We are Possibly on the verge of World War Three nuclear war. We've got a president who is darn near mentally incapacitated. Uh, We have a vice president who is an absolute imbecile. Uh, And not only that, our president has been compromised. No one will talk about how stupid Kamala Harris is. Nobody will. Nobody will actually. Oh, she's great. She's great. Do you want her as president of the United States? Because she's literally a very weak heartbeat away from being the president of the United States. No. Be, a, <laughs> ugh, be a disaster. You want her making decisions if we go to war? No. <laughs> so, hey, stop. So, uh, we have Kamala Harris. We have the president's health, his mental health, and his fact, the fact that he has been compromised by the three people the three countries we're now engaging in talks about war Russia China and Ukraine this is this rises to high crimes for the first time i've seen the nixon i've seen uh the uh clinton and also the uh, uh the trump and trump was i thought nothing clinton was about the definition of is, are we going to be able to are we going to allow our president to lie? Because that was the high crime and misdemeanor of Nixon. He lied. He covered it up. We've blown past the lies. And this is the very first time I have actually seen a provable high crime. And no one will even discuss it in the mainstream media. Peter swizer is here. He is the author of Red Handed. He's the president of Government Accountability Institute. Um, He says that the White House is bracing for the indictment of Hunter Biden. But is that really I mean, is that going to take us to the White House and Joe Biden's uh, 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 corruption? Welcome, Peter. How are you? I'm great. Always good to be with you guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you. So uh, let's start with Hunter Biden. What have you heard? What is coming Well,
5: we had this New York Times piece uh, that ran last week, uh, which talked about the grand jury uh, that was convened in 2018. They're looking at several possible crimes, including tax evasion, money laundering, uh, failing to file as a foreign agent with the Department of Justice and Mm -hmm. political corruption. And the Biden administration and the Biden campaign before that uh, had absolutely nothing to say on this issue. Now, suddenly you have a story appear in the New York Times. The New York Times admits on page, sorry, on on paragraph 17 that, okay, the laptop is real. But what I think is really important, Glenn, is in this article, uh, the team Biden uh, basically acknowledges, not by name, but acknowledges that Hunter Biden may very well be indicted, um, at least on the tax evasion charges. And they they reveal that he's paid a million dollars in back taxes. Uh, Of course, he did that 18 months after the grand jury started looking into this. But to me, that is a massive admission that they are trying to get ahead of this story. They realize that it's a big problem. um, And I think that uh, it's going to uh, create an enormous uh, problem within the Biden family, because the question becomes, does Hunter Biden take the fall for his dad? Or if he is indicted, does he actually fight this? And by fighting it, it brings in all the material from the prosecutors about how some of the money ended up with his dad and the favors that his dad performed. So I think they are they're in serious panic mode in Team Biden.
0: All right. So um, I got to believe the president would just tell his son, don't worry about it. If you're convicted, I will just pardon you, which he can do, right?
5: yeah that that's exactly right and of course the other hurdle glenn is that if the grand jury which is american citizens look at this and say he should be indicted merrick garland and the justice department could theoretically say no we're going to take a pass on correct um that that would be i think create a huge crisis it would be a huge stain on uh, Merrick garland's uh, career uh but maybe he's prepared to do it so there's several hurdles here but We are now finally getting to the point where we are seeing uh, official action that's going to take place. And, of course, next year, Republicans take the House and possibly the Senate. You're going to have committees with subpoena power, I think, looking into these issues as well. So it's starting to the circle starting to close.
0: Right. And there is. Am I wrong saying this is the first high crime uh, that I have seen uh, that could be charged for Impeachment. Not in my lifetime. I haven't seen a high crime. Uh, I've seen lying about things, covering things up, some things that, you know, I don't want. But this is this is taking money illegally from foreign countries and having it funneled to you by your family. All of that's illegal. Uh,
5: well, correct. And add to that uh, the national security implication. Cause correct. We talked about what, when my book came out, the $31 million that we know they received from China came from four businessmen, all of whom are tied to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence, meaning They at the same time they are helping the Bidens, they are business partners with like the vice minister of state security, which is their their spy apparatus. So this has all the markings of a Chinese intelligence operation and the Bidens happily went along with it.
0: So what does this mean as we are now looking at an axis allied world? um, China is clearly on Russia's side um, and Biden is threatening China. Uh, which I think is insanity, but he's threatening them. Uh, wh- wh- what does this mean? What does this old relationship do, or how how does it affect us in any way?
5: I think it affects us in lots of ways. I mean, here's the here's the irony of it: um, when Joe Biden became vice president of the United States, his son Hunter decides to set up a financial consulting business and the three countries that he does the most work in are China, Ukraine, and Russia, who are all center stage today. And, and by the way, I don't think this was uh, by random chance. I think that those four countries he did business in because they all have deeply corrupt political and corporate Correct. cultures. Correct. So you have a situation right now where, you know, the Bidens have received millions of dollars uh, from Putin linked oligarchs who are now facing sanction uh, by the Biden administration and Hunter Biden on the laptop. There's a video of him. This was released. This was the one with him, with the girl. He's sort of talking to the girl. Uh, and one of the things he mm. says to the, to the girl who's presumably Russian is that, He's afraid that he's compromised uh, to Russian organized crime. Um, That's one of the things that he actually says in the video. And, you know, if you look at who has put money in his pocket, Yelena Baturina, for example, the former, uh, the wife of the former mayor of Moscow, our State Department, actually meaning the Obama State Department at the time, declared that Yelena Baturina was linked to Russian organized crime. So there's one thread that can be pulled uh, against the Bidens. Then you look at Ukraine. Uh, and, of course, what is happening there by Russia is horrible. Uh, this is I think we've known who Vladimir Putin has always been. This should not be a surprise. But there are entanglements in Ukraine as well. I mean, Zelensky is being absolutely heroic Uh, But let's be clear, who put Zelensky in power? It was a Ukrainian oligarch named Kolomoisky. Kolomoisky was also one of the owners of Burisma, which is the company that was paying millions of dollars to Hunter Biden. So you've got conflict upon conflict. uh, And then, of course, you've got the China ties in China now you know, has positioned itself to actually benefit from the sanctions we are putting on Russia, because the way Russia is going to evade sanctions is by selling energy to China. Uh, So it is an absolute mess, and it highlights why We have to be so concerned when our foreign leaders have these entanglements, because at a time of crisis like this, the notion that Joe Biden is not factoring in that his uh, son and his family's reputation and his reputation could be severely damaged by any one of these foreign actors revealing uh, facts and information is ludicrous. Of course, he's calculating that. And that's part of the problem.
0: So, well, I mean, he, if anything came out from Russia, he would just say disinformation and he'd say the same thing for, uh, about China. And there are those who would want to believe that. You know, Roger Ailes said something to me um, when I first started at Fox and I said, Barack Obama is lying. He is a liar. Um, and I was called into Roger's office and he said, don't say that. And I said, it's true. He was lying about this. I, I have the tape of him saying this and then the tape of him lying about it. He said, yeah, but nobody wants to think of their president as a liar. Nobody wants to think right. of that. It, it's too ugly. And um, and I think he was right. And so there are a lot of people that they 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 don't want to look at this. And the press is happy to oblige. So. It, it it does the press. I mean, they're still making it about you know the sex and the, the disgusting parties and photos of him having sex with everything that moves. Um, they're making that into the story. That's not the story. The story is the compromise of the president of the United States. Is anybody going to report on this, Peter? Are they, are they?
5: Uh, I, I think they, I think they will, and I, I I say that for a couple of reasons, Glenn. First of all. I think what you're starting to see is elements of the Democratic establishment are starting to turn on Joe Biden. Uh, They see that his approval ratings are way down. Uh, They see that he's not popular. And I think they recognize that he's not probably going to be in any condition to run for reelection. If he did run for reelection, he would soundly lose. Um, And, of course, they have the Kamala Harris problem. But I do think that the Democratic establishment sees uh, Joe Biden as a net negative increasingly. So out of political expediency, uh, they're going to try to maneuver in such a way that casts him aside. I think the second thing, though, that's going on is the media. Uh, The media is now one of the least trusted Institutions in America. There was a recent uh, survey. I think it was Pew, but I'm not sure. That said, the media's approval rating is actually lower than Congress.
1: <laughs> which, wow! Which I think that's really, in, really uh, yeah, it's in the teens. It takes some doing. Yeah,
5: exactly. It takes some doing. So, you know, look, there, there is, my experience is there are reporters in the so-called mainstream media that want to cover these stories. The problem is with uh, the editors and the managers, and they have to be, at some level, deeply embarrassed uh, about this, uh, because people that read their paper don't actually know what's going on, um, and the divide between reality and what they're reporting is getting larger and larger. So I get accused of being overly optimistic, but I do feel like there are several trends, They're moving in the direction of this being exposed uh, by the
0: media. That would be that would be nice. Uh, You know, I I was just thinking as you were talking about the reality of this actually coming to light and the president, uh, you know, losing his gig over this. If I were planning to destroy America, there couldn't be a better way to do it than to run a president through an impeachment trial while a country was at war god forbid we go into war and we have to remove the president because you can't have a compromised president i mean you're going to go to kamala harris what a nightmare but can you imagine what our allies would think if i mean they think he's weak now can you imagine a impeachment trial going on at the same time it's a disaster for the united states back with more peter Schweizer in just a second American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You know, 40% of Americans with credit card debt don't even know their interest rate. It's kind of shocking, uh, but I guess that's just because, you know, uh, we don't pay attention to those things. But if you are in the 10, 20% uh, uh, range, the higher it goes, the less chance you have of actually paying that thing off. I've been saying for a while, cut up your credit cards. It's actually don't cut up your credit cards unless you have a problem with credit cards. Pay your credit cards off and then pay them off every month. Do not get behind because those bills are going to get harder and harder to pay as the interest rate goes up. Now, one thing you can do to get rid of that credit card debt and pay it off is by going to American Financing. American Financing, they can do a consolidation loan or a mortgage refi, but if they do a consolidation loan, you're now paying like 4% interest instead of 15% interest, and those credit cards are gone. That's a good thing. American Financing, 800-906-2440. Find out how you can save hundreds, if not $1,000 a month, uh, and skip two. Two mortgage payments and close in as little as ten days. American Financing eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty or AmericanFinancing dot net. Ten seconds. Station ID. Welcome back with uh, Peter Swiser, uh, the author of the book Red Handed. Uh, he shows how not just the Bidens, but everybody is selling us out in Washington to the Chinese. Peter, can you talk for a second about the
4: influence operation from China and how it works?
5: Yeah, um, it's a brilliant strategy. You have to give uh, the Chinese Communist Party credit. Um, it's, it's a strategy they call elite capture. Uh, And the idea is, you know, we don't want to go toe to toe with the United States. We want to defeat them. We want to surpass them. Uh, They really do view us as an enemy, uh, at minimum as a rival. But rather than go head to head with our dynamic economy, the the best in the world military or a country that has all this cultural appeal around the world, we're just going to buy off their leaders. If we can buy off enough of their political class by giving them sweetheart deals in China, making them rich, binding them to us. Uh, we will then succeed in what we want, which is effectively lobotomizing the West. And they're open about this. They talk about this. And they're not looking for America's leaders to be robots that are going to you know, sing the praises of Marx and Lenin. What they're looking for is a-, a phrase translated to English that roughly means big help with a little bad mouth. So in other words, if Joe Biden criticizes the United States for the Uygh- uh, sorry, criticizes China for the treatment of the Uyghurs or their human rights situation, they don't have a problem with that. What they want is to make sure they have unfettered access to our technology and to our capital markets, uh, that there are very few uh, uh, tariffs put on any of their imported goods, and if we do that as political leaders, uh, then they are going to be happy and we will be doing their bidding. And it's working very, very well. And it has been now for more than a decade.
0: We're finding out now that uh, China is working on their own digital currency. They're in bed loosely at this point with Russia. Um, they look at Russia and uh, India and uh, Saudi Arabia as possible partners in this new world order and, um, who loses in this, them or us, or is it equal? Oh, uh, we do. Yeah,
5: We do. I think we lose enormously, uh, and I don't mean we just as a government or as a national power. We as average citizens because we oh, get yeah. huge benefits, Glenn. You've talked about this on the show. We accrue huge benefits from uh, the U.S. dollar being basically the reserve currency of no, the world. Yeah, yeah, and China is changing that, and, and I, I hate to say it, As much as I agree with uh, uh, the the sanctions policy, the sanctions are pushing the world towards the Chinese currency and away from the dollar.
0: Okay, back with more uh, from Peter Schweizer. I want to talk to you about Russia and the Clintons and how the Clintons just mishandled and enriched themselves while in office with Russia.
1: The Glenn Back Program.
0: We need a parallel economy uh, as much as possible. When this digital dollar comes, and it is coming soon, um, when it comes, we're going to need a parallel economy. We need to do things uh, with companies that see the world the way we do. Major companies in this country now bow down to leftist ideology. Uh, They are, you know, bought up by BlackRock. And they're going to play a completely different game. Patriot Mobile is the only Christian mobile service out there. They they operate on the same towers as the other companies. They give that great mobile service that you've come to expect, but they have better customer service and they cost a ton less in money. Best of all, unlike big mobile companies such as Verizon that donate to all sorts of leftist causes, Patriot Mobile donates a portion of what they make to conservative American Bill of Rights causes. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Get free activation, use the offer code Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, or you can call them right now. Switch 972 Patriot. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to subscribe
4: to Blaze TV. You can use the promo code Glenn to save ten bucks. There's no evidence that Hunter Biden has done anything wrong.
2: There is no evidence of any wrongdoing between uh, uh, by Biden, by Joe Biden or by Hunter Biden.
5: There's no evidence that Joe Biden actually did anything wrong or did anything to sway things in Hunter Biden's favor. He's denied that his son ever lobbied him for anything. There is nothing Hunter. There is nothing Mm
2: -hmm. wrong that Vice President Biden did.
5: President Trump has falsely accused your son of doing something wrong while serving on a company board in Ukraine. I want to point out there's no
4: evidence of wrongdoing by either one of you. There is no evidence that anybody did anything illegal uh,
0: regarding the Bidens uh, and and Ukraine. This goes on for a minute, so I'm just going to go back to Peter Schweizer here, who wrote the book Red Handed. We're talking to him about the corruption of Hunter Biden, and I mean, these guys, they fell on their sword. Uh, on this one uh, did everything they could to make sure that nobody believed it and it's absolutely true we even have um, we even have Attorney General Barr coming out uh, in his new book gee I wish it would have said something at the time uh, where he said I knew that Joe Biden was lying during those debates I knew he was lying well then why didn't he say something
5: yeah yeah i mean i think the media's performance uh was absolutely disgraceful um there's no excuse for it uh and you know they're not going to get their reputation back i think with a lot of people because what they were doing in that clip is they were without having looked into it themselves without having investigated or explored it they simply were repeating the biden team's talking points and as i point out in red-handed i go through this in detail The story has changed from the beginning. Uh, When we first talked about this, Glenn, on your show in 2018 with a previous book that the Bidens had commercial ties in China, the Biden team said that wasn't true. Uh, Then they said, okay, there are commercial ties, but Hunter's not making any money. Then we showed that Hunter was making money. Then the defense shifted to, well, Joe Biden didn't know about it. Uh, Then when it came out that Joe Biden was actually meeting with Hunter Biden's clients, They shifted the goalposts again to, well, Joe Biden didn't get paid. Remember, he said during Mm -hmm. the debates, I haven't taken a cent of foreign money. Well, you're not taking a cent of foreign money in a way. But if foreigners are paying your son money and then your son is paying your bills, you are being paid by foreign. So the notion that the media would give any credibility to what the Bidens have said about their commercial dealings is ridiculous based on the track record and. Look, you know, you and I both criticize the media. We need a media that the general public can trust to go to for information, even if they're slightly liberal or slightly conservative but that does not exist the way that it should there is no agreed upon source of news information anymore the no. mainstream media has has completely destroyed their reputation and they're not going to get it back uh
0: so let me let me switch because uh, from uh justthenews.com which uh is uh, from John Solomon who I who I think is a really great journalist um, there's a story today, uranium, oil, and technology, how Russia got stronger as the Bidens and Clintons got richer. Um, can we talk a little bit about the ill-gotten gains from uh, Moscow and from Russia with, Ukraine, with uh, uranium and everything else? These are the same people. If it's not the Bidens, you have everybody from the Clinton State Department still in there. And they excused all kinds of money-making deals with the Clintons, right?
5: Yeah, that's exactly right. And the the piece you're talking about was actually co-written by my colleague, uh, Seamus Bruner. Um, And they go into the history of this. We've been working on this at the Government Accountability Institute really since uh, 2014. And it really comes down to three things. It comes down to Uranium One, the nuclear deal. Uh, Skolkovo, which was this Russian attempt to create a Silicon Valley, and the third one is this company called uh, Jewel Energy. And in each and every case, the Obama administration, the Obama-Biden administration appeased Russia. Vladimir Putin, he had just invaded Georgia, remember, so we knew what this man was capable of, but these sweetheart deals, Uranium One, Skolkovo, and Jewel Energy each, ended up benefiting putin enormously strengthening his hand but at the same time insiders got money actually got paid by russian entities uh in order to do the bidding for them so how do
0: you how do you square the circle with them making money in russia doing all the things they said trump was doing making all this money uh from russia but then going into ukraine making all kinds of money there and and uh really pretty much uh kicking out the russian influence if you will uh in the last revolution in ukraine they the state department was help helping fuel that to get away from russia or is that just a lie
5: well no i mean there was uh, there was certainly that element but you have to look at what russia got out of this look at the uranium one situation you know bill clinton uh, then former president goes to uh, Kazakhstan with Frank Justra, this Canadian mining billionaire. Yeah, Kazakhstan has the most productive uranium mines in the world, and Clinton sits down with Justra and with the head of Kazakhstan, Nazarbayev. Nobody disputes any of this, and Bill Clinton convinces Nazarbayev to sell these productive uranium mines to the Canadian Frank Justra. And this is the beginning of Uranium One. And Uranium One, of course, also has uranium mines in the United States. So after that deal is secured, Bill Clinton gets, uh, his foundation gets $33 million from Frank Joostra. And then the other shareholders in Uranium One would eventually transfer $145 million to the Clinton Foundation. So the Clinton Foundation gets paid. This Canadian Frank Joostra now has Uranium One. What does Frank Juster do with Uranium One? He sells it to the Russians. He sells it to Rosatom, the Russian state-owned uranium company, atomic power company. This is not something really Kazakhstan wanted. They've always been trying to keep Russian influence at bay. But now, with the help of Frank Juster, Russia gets control of these uranium mines. Look at where we are today, Glenn. We are today in a situation where Russia has cornered the world uranium market. If you look at the sanctions that are being posed by the Biden administration, it does not include uranium from Russia because we are so dependent upon it. And one Jeez. of the reasons is that Bill Clinton and Frank Justra sold those uranium assets, giving Vladimir Putin this leverage on the global stage.
0: Peter, you brought up the Clinton Foundation. Um, I thought it was interesting that when Hillary Clinton lost in 2016, the Clinton Foundation did uh, almost just shut its doors. They were not taking in any money. The, the, the donations to this wonderful organization went way down, like 90 percent. Um, and uh, they just announced that they are rededicating themselves to the Clinton Foundation now that joe biden is in uh is in office uh, is this does yeah. this not scream uh corruption
5: oh absolutely there's no question about it and look let's be specific the reason that they are relaunching the, the sort of clinton global initiative which is you know linked to the clinton foundation recently is because of the crisis in ukraine that's their rationale well what is going on in Ukraine? Ukraine is, is a horrible situation. Russia is using advanced military weapons, um, you know, including this hypersonic missile that everybody keeps talking about. How was the hypersonic missile developed? Uh, and this is not Peter Schweitzer saying that. this is the United States Department of Defense. The hypersonic missile was developed at a research facility in Skolkovo, which is a suburb of Moscow. and Skolkovo was a Russian attempt to build Silicon Valley in Russia. What could go wrong, right? Mm -hmm. Who embraced that when she was Secretary of State Hillary Clinton pushed for U.S. tech companies to help Skokovo develop? The Department of Defense said this is a horrible idea. Rather than stealing technology now, the Russians are just going to have it given to them. The FBI was warning companies not to get involved. But Hillary Clinton pushed ahead and lo and behold, the Department of Defense will tell you the reason Russia has the hypersonic missile more advanced than our hypersonic missile is precisely because of the technological help that we gave them arranged by Hillary Clinton in Skokobo. And And by the way, just to make clear. Uh, of the of the partners in Skolkovo, this is all public record. Of the twenty seven partners in Skolkovo, more than half of them donated to the Clinton Foundation, and the Russian oligarch Victor Vekselberg, a pro Putin guy who's now under sanction, he was running Skolkovo. He was also a donor to the Clinton Foundation. So that tells you how corrupt. Uh, This operation was and how corrupt it will be as they are now relaunching the Clinton Global Initiative.
0: One last question. Does any of these and I I know how, serious. I'm not somebody who uses this term lightly because I know what it actually means. Does any of this action on any of these players rise to the level of treason?
5: Uh, It's very hard to to prove that legally, Uh, but I think these facts would be abhorrent. Uh, to anybody that heard about them. Um, the problem is, again, the media is loath to cover them. They're not easy stories to cover um, in the sense of, 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 you know, putting together the facts and the information. Uh, but also, it's inconvenient, because who are the sources for these news outlets? They're people like the Clintons. They're, they're, they're people like Clinton advisors who were involved in these deals. Hillary Clinton had an advisor, for example, in Uranium One, just very quickly, who was advising her in the state department on energy policy towards Russia his name was Theodore Cassinger at the same time at the same time Glenn he was being paid by subsidi- subsidiaries of Rosatom the Russian state owned atomic agency at the same time these oh are God. the people that circulate in official Washington DC and so it's this closed uh, sealed community and they are loath to turn on each other
0: Peter Swiser, the author of the book Red Handed, uh, came out a couple of months ago. If you haven't read it, it'll make you sick to your stomach. But it is uh, the true evidence of how people on both sides of the aisle, Republicans are not exempt from this, are are making a lot of money, a lot of money from China and uh, and other enemies of ours. I don't care if you're getting money from Canada. No, but China Russia? Definitely not. Uh, thank you, Peter. I appreciate it.
5: Always a pleasure, Glenn. You Thanks. Bye bye.
0: Hope he's right about the White House bracing for an indictment of Hunter Biden, but I, I don't put it, I don't put my hope in men anymore. I I think that's not gonna happen. Anyway, uh, let me tell you about my pillow. My pillow has made the Giza Dream Sheets. These are by far the best sheets that you will ever sleep on and and i've i've slept on good sheets because i am a sheet snob i would eat macaroni and cheese before sleeping on a a really bad uh sheet um because i don't know i chafe it's just it's so uncomfortable i toss and turn i've i've got to have soft sheets oh well, here's the problem with soft sheets. They're really expensive. And so, like, I've had, like, a couple of sheets that my wife, it'll be like, well, when company's coming over. What do you mean when company is coming over? What, are you having an affair and you're using the good sheets? Well, what does that mean when company comes? Anyway, uh, don't have to worry about the price anymore of the Giza Dream Sheets. They are now on sale 60% off, coming in as low as thirty nine ninety nine. $39.99. That's a great price. The, I sleep on these every single night. I don't care how what the thread count is or who made them or anything else. I'm not switching. I can get these for $39.99, and they are just as good as any great sheet I've ever slept on. You get them at MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials and type in my name, Beck. When you do that, you're going to get to all of the different specials at MyPillow.com, and you'll also get a copy of Mike Lindell's new book, free. Enter the promo code BACK. Call 800-966-3117 or go to MyPillow.com. Stand up!
1: This is the Glenn Back Program.
0: I know. (laughs) Welcome to the the Glenn Beck program. You know, uh, listening to Peter and and hearing what he said about the Clinton Foundation and how these hypersonic weapons, we pretty much gave them because of the Clinton Foundation and all of the oligarchs and their connections. It it is sickening. These people, and when I say these people, the corrupt politicians, and I don't care what party you're in, They have sold us. They have sold us out. They have robbed us. uh, And they have lied to us. And now those same people are still in power. And they say, no, trust us. Trust us. We're going to change the financial system. But trust us. It's going to be all on the up and up. and, uh, and, And we're not going to force you. We'll protect your freedom and your country. You didn't do that when that was your only job. Now I want to give you even more control of our money and our financial system. What is
4: wrong with us? Yeah, their failure only leads to more of our dependence on them, which makes no sense. I mean, in every other part of your life, it's the opposite. Someone continually fails you over and over again. You don't go back and look to them for the future. You avoid them in the future. Unless you're
0: codependent.
4: Unless you're codependent, which uh, you know, look, a lot of this country is. Let's be honest. I think about so. It. These things are, we're you know, uh, there's this thing that Desantis did in Florida, and is very controversial on the left. He's putting, putting mandatory, uh, you know, run your financial life courses mm-hmm. in high schools i think it's great first of all it's one of the only things they should be teaching in high schools like you ha- i'm always amazed that that has not been part of mm-hmm. the agenda for a long time it mm-hmm. prepares you for life why would that be controversial to the left other than the fact that the word desantis is in it right what, what right what is it well if people know how to run their lives they don't need the democrats if people understand how to save money and pay bills and not get in debt and invest and invest
0: what do they need the left for to bail them out throughout their entire life what do they need the left and what's left of the republican party (laughs) after the good guys are all gone right Right. (laughs) you know uh everyone is trying to get a piece just get a piece of whatever it is they can get their hands on are there no patriots anymore the answer is yes there are some we just have a, a long slog ahead of us so keep your health up keep your wits about just stay peaceful stay connected to god back in Lynn. back program Echelon Fit. This is a great way to get into shape uh, and have great instructors like Nicole Griffin and Michael Brown, uh, but you know, not pay a huge yeah, amount of see money. See the thing, I, I want to get,
4: I want to get in shape, but I'd also like to go bankrupt uh, doing it. And oh, get a
0: Peloton. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, can I say that? Yeah, uh, get a yeah. Peloton. Uh, really nosebleed expensive. Yeah, because and, Echelon uh, is is. Awesome, and it is also so much less. So expensive. much less. The quality is just Correct. as high, if not better. Yeah. But it's way less. It's expensive. affordable workout equipment, and it has all the classes and everything else that you would want. Right now, for a limited time, you can get up to eight hundred and forty dollars off of the uh, manufacturer real t- retail price. Get the exclusive discount just text back to 818181 text the word back to 818181 get up to $840 off terms available at echelonfit.com/sms
1: here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenn back program
0: hello america i am going to introduce you to a man who changed the course of what i do changed my life and didn't know about it until about 60 seconds ago when he walked into the studio i haven't seen him for six years he is a remarkable man um, and going to talk to us a little bit about Ukraine, uh, anti-Semitism, what is really going on in the world, and your calling to stand against it. We go there in sixty seconds. So i I want you to I want you to answer this question because I don't think most people can. The government right now, the federal government, is talking about issuing a uh, a card for gas so you can get gas and maybe you'll get up to $400 a month, you know, just to fight inflation. When the federal government issues that money, does that make does that make inflation better or worse? The answer is worse, much worse. It's the dumbest thing you could possibly do. Inflation is too much money in the system and we've been doing that now for many years and to suck this money back i personally don't think it can be done but god only knows so do you know that do you know what causes inflation do you know what the fed even is now try to teach that to your kids impossible right inflation is just one of the books one of the books uh the um I think it's The Monster from Jekyll Island. I'll tell you more about it next week. But it is a great book, and it's just one in a set of series. The Tuttle Twins right now are offering three different bonuses if you order any of their books today. Go to tuttletwinsbeck.com, get a 35% discount plus the bonuses. That's tuttletwinsbeck.com. Keep your kids sane and educated In a crazy world that can't seem to define what a woman is. TuttleTwinsBeck.com Rabbi Yitzhak Alderstein, welcome. It's great to be here. I'm a little shocked by your intro. Yeah. Well, you sat in my office six years ago. Right. And uh, you shocked me because you said, I'd like to ask you to, uh, I appreciate What you've said about uh, Jews and anti-Semitism, but I'd like you to concentrate a little bit more on the Christians because they're coming for you guys first this time. And that shocked me. And I know who you are. And I, I, you know, I respect you and your opinion. And I put that into practice. Uh, And we have been uh, all over the world uh, trying to save any persecuted religious minority um, that is coming under fire because you're right. I mean, it's, it's going to be all of us. And now you come to me and it's interesting because now you're you're saying, OK, maybe it's maybe it's time. This is what I'm least reading uh, in your visit. Maybe it's time to also start really talking about the Jews uh, because we're at a critical stage. It's getting bad. It is. Um, I'll stand by what I told you six years
6: ago, that the most endangered religious minority today is Christi- is Christians and Christianity. Those are the people who venture out of their houses and sometimes within their houses and uh, getting picked off. Look what's going on in Nigeria, really, in a whole swath of territory from Western Africa all the way in China
0: too. China. They're rewriting the Bible. I mean, you would probably know this. It took the churches in Germany about six months uh, before they started taking Hitler's advice on maybe the Old Testament is a little too Jewish. So we should drop that. uh, That's crazy. When people hear that, they don't believe it. But that's what China is doing right now. They're rewriting the Bible. And there, there are so many people who
6: think that you can actually get away with that. You know, the Soviet persecution of all religious minorities, Mm -hmm. 70 years. And yet in 2006, a poll in Russia, this is post-Iron Curtain Russia, showed that 84% of Russians claimed they believed in God. How does that happen? And some people think that that's surprising. But it's not, because people really can't live without God. Some of them, unfortunately, don't realize it. But without God, our societies are not stable. Our families are not stable. That's what's
0: happening here in America. You bet. That's what's happening. So can we talk about Ukraine uh, just a little bit? Um, I thought of, I actually thought of you the other day when uh, I was watching Ukraine and I thought, for the first time, for the first time, really, Jews are escaping a country not because of persecution but because the russians are coming uh and they have a place to go they have a place to go israel where nobody can stop them from going there once they get out of the country they don't have to worry about who what country is going to take me that's a miracle that's a huge change and in fact the uh,
6: natan Cheransky, the iconic figure of resistance to Soviet Russia said when he grew up in Ukraine, there were lots of nationalities. Everyone got along, everybody was equal, except for one group. If you had Jew on your identity card, you took a lot of of garbage. It meant you didn't get into schools, you didn't get jobs. And he said, look at God's revenge. Today it's the opposite. People, the pictures are horrifying. The people are crossing the border, no idea where they go next. And one group has the privilege of knowing that they have family around right. the world there was a there was a time that christians felt like they were all one big family
0: yeah and we've lost so much of that what so because the president of ukraine who's jewish um said you know israel you got to help us out here look at what we've done look what we've done in the past uh for jews and i now i'm a student of history but maybe not that good of a student of history because ukraine was a killing field for jews right world war ii absolutely it goes back a lot further than world war ii 17th
6: century essentially the founder of ukraine Bogdan chlaminsky killed more than half of all the jews in the ukraine my gosh. 300 communities totally decimated in in world war ii everybody knows about Babiar when ukrainians watched while the Nazis and eager Ukrainian volunteers yeah. massacred, shot all those people and put them in that massive ravine while they were eating ice cream and, and watching.
0: So they're saying that, you know, we're, you know, we're supporting them because uh, uh, because they're, you know, good country, good people, et cetera, et cetera. And we deny the existence of the Nazis. But we help train those people during the uh, right after the the last um Uh, the last revolution this guy now the president is a jew the nazis do exist but it's not like the nazis it's a small group or are there is there a real problem of nazis there
6: it's a it's it's a small group the people in the ukraine jews in the ukraine report that they have grown up with out any feeling of anti-Semitism. They feel it may be there beneath the surface, but it's there in every country, including the United States. And critics will point to the Azov group, which is a paramilitary group with ties in to neo-Nazi groups. But then on the other side, you got the Wagner group, Putin's own paramilitary private army that is equally named named named, Wagner. I mean, I love
0: people saying it's Wagner. No, it's it's Wagner. Wagner. It's Wagner named after the composer Hitler's favorite composer.
6: But at the same time, we we do have to appreciate the fact that the vast vast majority of people streaming out of Ukraine today are innocent people. Yes, are not tied in to whatever their grandparents did. These are Older people, younger people whose lives have been disrupted overnight. They certainly, certainly require and should be getting our sympathy.
0: I am I'm concerned. uh, Well, before we leave Ukraine, there's another controversy. um, And that controversy is the Iron Dome. Israel will not give the Iron Dome to Ukraine. How, How do you respond to that? You know, I live in Jerusalem.
6: Mm. In the valley just below my home, there's an Iron Dome installation. In, last, in the Gaza War last spring, we essentially ran out of Iron Dome missiles. We had to be resupplied. You know, a couple of our friends on the squad were against resupplying us. I, I, people forget that Israel lives with existential angst every day there are people out to destroy us not the not the least of which is in iran which is benefiting from this war because somehow our administration is so bent on signing a con- contra uh, a a counterproductive uh a treaty that that is not going to do anything other than release billions of dollars to them Israel needs Iron Dome. It would do relatively little in a country as vast and as yeah. big as Ukraine. Iron Dome is meant for small areas where you know the direction of incoming missiles, right. not the kind of really modern missiles that, that Russia is lobbing in, including hypersonic weapons, and where a vast border means that they can come from any direction Correct. at all.
0: So let's let's talk about the Iranian uh, deal. This is horrifying to me. Horrifying. Uh, I mean, we were making such progress in the Middle East uh, under Donald Trump, and that's all gone. Uh, And now we've hacked off Saudi Arabia by doing this deal. Um, They're not happy with us. In fact, they're not even returning our president's phone call. And I think that Israel is going to have to respond when this deal is done because we, we are allowing the Russians to come in and build more plants for them. This is insanity. Add to that the fact that Americans and most
6: of the all the free world sees what one madman can do, the kind yeah. of devastation that he can rain down upon people if there's nothing holding him back. Now, add to that. In Iran, where you have, in addition to that, religious fervor. People mm-hmm. who are not afraid of absorbing nuclear bombs because it's part of the mission. The, It'll bring the, the 11th yeah, imam.
0: Yes. Those, to, so, those who are part of that 12 sect are terrifying. And the average person in Iran might not be. But America, think of it this way. Are you for the things that are going on in Washington? Are you like, yeah, that's what I voted for. They listen to me. Imagine in Iran, you you don't have any say on what they're doing. It could be a crazy sect at the top, which it is, that believe we're going to hasten the return of the promised one. And one high-ranking
6: official, I don't remember his name, a couple of years ago, said Israel is a one-bomb country. I mean, we can finish it off. With just one well-placed nuclear weapon. But
0: uh, in Iran, we'll absorb a few. Well, here's what the uh, Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps commander-in-chief, General uh, Hossein Salami, said yesterday in Iran. Iran's enemies, such as Israel and the United States, have an expiration date as the new world order is upon us. That's a little frightening. Just a little, just a little. (laughs) Um, All right. I want to take a quick break. And then I want to ask you because you did something. um, Is it the ladder or the rungs of anti-Semitism? And um, I have been concerned seeing this grow overseas, but it is growing in a great number of people who are our neighbors, but I don't think they even understand it as anti-Semitism. Uh, and I want to talk to you about those rungs and what they are—the the four rungs of anti-Semitism. Do I have it right? You got it. Yeah, four four rungs of anti-Semitism. We'll go there here in just a second. First, gold line. Um, look, the the financial system is going to change. If you if you just Google Bretton Woods three. Bretton Woods one Bretton Woods two. It was the gold standard. Then we got off that and we had nothing backing our money. But then people were like, I think I'm going to dump the dollar. And so we put it pegged. We pegged it loosely on oil. Well, now that's all over. And our dollar has just been trashed. And we're splitting the world in half. And we are accelerating all of these things. When the when China Introduces their own currency, or they're allowed to buy things with their like oil with their own money. Russia just told um, Europe yesterday, "You're going to have to buy all of our oil now in rubles," which means they'll take those petrodollars and they'll cash them to buy rubles to buy oil. That means all that money starts flowing back to the United States. It's bad. It's very bad. Anybody who tells you that inflation is transitory or just going to be here, maybe this year, they're mistaken. The hedge against inflation is also what I've said for a long time, the hedge against insanity. When a world goes insane, it always returns to gold. China and Russia are doing that right now. Right now, the the Gold Line is issuing a uh, new series of one ounce silver Benjamin Franklin coins. Uh, they're stand in love com- uh, commemorative uh, rounds. They're extremely a uh, great way to uh, uh, diversify and protect what you have. Silver is going to be uh, is going to be used for exchange for a while, as is gold. But gold is going to be it's going to shoot through the roof, I believe. Call Goldline right now. Call Goldline now. You can ask them about the uh, Ben Franklin silver coins. They're also coming out with gold and copper. Um, but if you call them now for any qualifying order, you're also going to receive a copy of my most recent book, The Great Reset. Those two are very limited. So call today. Find out how to acquire them. It's 866 goldline one eight six six goldline Call them now at goldline.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. So uh, sitting in my studio is the director of interfaith affairs at the Simon Wiesenthal Center. His name is uh, Rabbi Yitzhak Alderstein, and uh, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Um, so let's let's talk about what's happening first in um, in Europe. How bad is it getting in Europe? Anti-Semitism. Yes, it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. Um,
6: Jews are not so comfortable walking around in the street with anything identifying them as Jews. It's Not true of everyone, of course, but people are, are increasingly conscious of it. Um, the attacks on religious institutions, uh, something we've never talked about in the United States, how many churches are burnt a year I in France, but it's worse with synagogues. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my grandchildren in Berlin, uh, attend uh, attend a school uh, where they are guarded by by German police, which is kind of ironic. Yeah. Uh, and when when you have a continent where people have people show people stated years ago that the single biggest threat to peace is not Iran, not China, but Israel,
3: mm-hmm.
6: then you know something is going on beneath the surface. Europeans never liked Jews too much to begin with. It's not like the United States. And, and things are getting bad.
0: Uh, the United States, though, I think is, I mean, policy-wise, I don't know what our friendship is with Israel, or it seems it seems to be um, a little anti-Semitic uh, on the left now. In fact, a lot on anti-Semitic on the left, and anti-Semitic uh, lighter, if you will, in the... Democratic Party there still is a lot of bipartisan
6: support of of Israel, perhaps uh, the, the threat to that is that so many young people are listening not to anything Jewish but to what they hear from professors on campus mm-hmm. that they've uh, they 've swallowed they 've swallowed the whole uh, the, the whole theory out there that the, that the Jews are the last colonialist power conceived in sin. And the world will not be a safe place until we get rid of it. That's crazy. It it It, is. You
0: know, it is. I never understood. I'm going to get to those four rungs here in a second. But um, I never understood how Jewish people could live in Germany with all of the things that were being done led up to just the mass slaughter. And how they would always say, yeah, but it's not going to get better. It's not going to get worse than this. It's not going to get worse than this. And how so many people said, look, I'm a patriot of this country. They're not going to do that to me. I never understood it until recently. Because some of the same things are being said about Christians and people who vote differently. They're saying crazy things. But you're like, yeah, but that will never happen here. And there's this disconnect uh, there, there's just like this, I don't know where the bridge is, but there's a bridge somewhere to where that becomes real. And I don't know what the last signs are. I don't know what it is that makes you go, you know, I don't think I should be here. Hmm. <laughs> do, do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Can you help me with that? Well, uh, of course, there's a human
6: uh, reticence to believe that their, their whole world and everything that they, that they stood for could fall apart so you you avoid even listening to news that works in that direction right but uh i i don't know how many more years jews have in america how many years americans have in america
0: that is that is terribly frightening okay we're gonna he's gonna compare and show us where we are and where europe is the rest of the world on the ladder of anti-semitism and it is pretty shocking we'll go there in just a minute stand by The Glenn Back Program. Having to deal with aches and pains all the time is, well, no way to run a railroad, as my grandfather would have said. Uh, I've experienced it. I, uh, five, six years ago, I was in so much pain, I couldn't write anymore. My hands wouldn't work. I had to wake my wife up to have her button my shirts. I certainly couldn't paint uh, anymore. And then I took Relief Factor. Honest to God, I did not think it was going to work. I mean, it's, you know, it's like we can go to the doctor and they're like, we're going to give you ibuprofen 800. <gasps> oh, no, doc, slow down on that. Um, the inflammation thing has never worked on me. But the difference here is Relief Factor not only attacks it from the angle of ibuprofen, but it has four key ingredients. So it attacks it four different ways. I don't know which one it worked for me, but it's in Relief Factor. And I have my hands back, I can paint again, I can write. It is tremendous. Try it, will you? Try it for three weeks. 70% of the people who try the Quick Start Trial Pack in three weeks know whether it's going to work for them or not. 70% of them go on to order more. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. 800, the number four,
4: relief. Head over to blazetv.com, slash Glenn. With the promo code Glenn, you'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
0: So, Stu and I were just uh, having a chat here uh, off, you know, off air. We were uh, talking to a a guy who truly changed my life. Uh, He's the director of interfaith affairs at the Simon Wiesenthal Center. Uh, He he is also the founding editor of Cross Currents. He's Rabbi Itzhak uh, Alderstein. And uh, I just said to Stu a minute ago that, For the first time in my life, I feel like America is a force for darkness or evil. I I just think we are knowingly on the wrong side in so many ways. And that scares me because God's protection leaves us, but also because so many people are duped. There's a lot of people that just don't. I mean, I've read enough history. And if you read enough history, you can see it's like reading the Bible. You are like you read the Bible and you're like, what? Three pages ago, you guys learned this lesson. What happened? <laughs> it is it's that it's you somehow or another, we forget and we make exactly the same mistakes. I want to talk to you about the Abrahamic Accords. But first, can you give me the the rungs, the anti-Semitic rungs?
6: Sure. This is something that we observed starting a number of years ago. That the anti-Semitism of the left was progressing in a in a given direction. Anti-Semitism on the right, we sort of know how to deal
0: with. <laughs> they, it's they pretty are, obvious. They come in brown shirts, they, right? <laughs> and they are
6: marginal. They're never yeah. going to attract the majority of Americans. Right. They're not going to have a recreation of 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 Hitler's yeah. uh, brown shirts in right. in the U.S. The left isn't is a, is a different matter. It started. The first rung was we are going to boycott the settlements, not Israel, mind you. Israel's a democratic Mm -hmm. state and has a lot of support, so we can't get away with that. So it's just settlements. And that became popular with mainline Christian churches who have now dwindled to about 36 people collectively. (laughs) Um, But, but, you Mm -hmm. know, they're historic force, and especially on campus. The second rung was, well, of course it's the settlements, which is the real problem there, ignoring about 100 years of history Mm -hmm. in the the region, including Mm -hmm. attempts to drive Israel into the sea before there were any settlements. Mm -hmm. But now we have to talk about boycotting Israel in general, because Israel supports the settlements. Now we're still talking about Israel, and we're talking about Zionist expansionism and, and things like that, or whatever they can get to stick to the wall and um, some churches got into that even doing things like changing the liturgy to make it clear that all biblical references to Israel have nothing to do with the modern state which of course did they actually the three do denominations that? actually did that really yes that's what they yes. did in Nazi Germany well different <laughs> different different motives yeah. but um, wow the th- Third rung, and a lot of people are still are still there. Um, you know, that's what Ben and Jerry's yeah. was. They ostensibly they said pull out of the settlements, knowing that you can't pull out of the settlements without yes. pulling out of all of Israel. So effectively, right. they were boycotting and all divesting. of Israel and right. They, right. Yeah, and then the the third rung things get even scarier because then the assumption is we're not talking about Israel anymore, but the assumption now is that Zionists are a fair target no matter where they are. People started coming after Hillel's on campus. Hillel's are a pro-Zionist group, although usually pretty left-wing and always open to consider both sides right. of the argument. They're right. a rightist mm-hmm. group. But Zionists became a fair target, all Zionists. And uh, you have uh, groups, including I think the last one was Tufts, uh, asking to ban all student groups that won't take mm-hmm. a an oath that they don't support Zionism, because Zionism, <laughs> because Zionism per se. So now you have it. Like crossing,
0: yeah. Now it's a not scene. a now, it's country. In, it's, it's, right. it's it's closer to the individual. And the fourth rung, which some groups have,
6: a the Bay Area spokeswoman for Care, which we consider mm-hmm. to be a full terrorist organization, yes, so uh, said a couple of weeks ago, warned the members of Care that you have to watch out for synagogue groups. Now, not Zionist groups, but synagogue groups
0: uh well the, what who the, belongs to a synagogue i wonder <laughs> a, i'm a, usually not put into that category it's yeah. a
6: greek word so maybe it has something to do with ancient greek I don't know. <laughs> but but what happens here is that jews per se the average jew in the street becomes a target so you see the targeting of jews who look like jews so we, in brooklyn
0: we, daily i bet uh, we are seeing this cross a lot of lines. And the same thing has happened in the past, where it, first it was, oh, you're a conservative. You're a Republican. Oh, you were a voter for Donald Trump. Uh, to, oh, you're a person that won't support this, this, and this. And it is directly targeting. The person. The person. The person. That's when it really gets scary. And the
6: the assumption, contrary to everything that America stood for
0: for 200
6: years, that you don't deal with group identities, but you consider the person as a person, that now, at least in terms of Jews, pushed by groups on the left and by Nation of Islam, Farrakhan, who has done a lot of harm in inner-city black communities. And
0: Karl Marx. You know, and Karl Marx. Karl Marx is uh, his his philosophies. I mean, socialism doesn't usually lead to. I mean, you can be socialist and not anti-Semitic, sure. but uh, when you're Karl Marx socialism, when you are aiming for. Uh, pitting groups against each other it's almost always I, social. I think I'm gonna have to and, disagree
6: with you because Karl Marx didn't talk about actively pitting them he said the forces of history would do that and it was inevitable and they would they hmm. would conflict with each other but here you have people who are prodding young Americans right. Americans on campus and and urging them to think with groupthink and reject certain people and certain identities
0: especially starting with Jews. So we were, I thought headed in the right direction, um, making progress. Like I've never seen in my life. I mean, the Abrahamic Accords were literally, I thought a miracle never thought I'd see that in my life. You were part of that, weren't you? You worked for like 10 years on those accords. Correct. And it was Trump that was the last piece that, that put it over the top.
6: Trump was the last piece that put it over the top. It was the support of a lot of people in in the, the Emirates and in, uh, right. in in Bahrain. Bahrain, um, which has its critics, nonetheless had a history of over 100 years of genuine religious tolerance. They have a street in the capital in which you can find a Catholic church, a Protestant church, a Hindu temple, wow. and a mosque wow. on the same street. And this is not— since the abraham accords this was something that they used to capitalize on in creating the abraham accords Mm. and and people in the region discovered you know united states under obama did not prove to be such a reliable ally Mm. things are changing iran is this big specter that is looking for domination and going to turn this thing into a shiite sunni war and if there's anything that they hate worse than Jews, it's the other side of yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Um, so what, what it led to is people who had naturally gotten along to a, to a large extent and wasn't perfect, but anti-Semitism in the, in the Islamic world was not, except at certain times, was not anywhere as intense as it was in Europe. And people did get along in those regions, and 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 they were tired of the Palestinians yeah. kind of crying to the world about we're the most oppressed people out there. We got other things to worry about. We got worried about about Iran, and we have to think of a new a, a new collaboration here in the Middle East.
0: So, is it still holding together? It is
6: holding together beautifully.
0: What happens when Saudi Arabia turns east? and iran toward uh, points north and east or moscow and china
6: yeah that uh, you know there's no there's no predicting whether that will lead to but i can tell that one thing that's very going to be very hard to change the abraham accords led immediately to the opening of doors of two peoples to each other so now it's not so uncommon to find uh muslim visitors to israel who are accepted and treated warmly in the in the streets right, of okay. israel is it, vice true versa. That,
0: is it true that one of the big players a state player went undercover to israel
6: somebody who had been working on it on behalf of the uh government in bahrain decided with the permission of the uh, the hires up that he wanted to see israel for himself This is about five years ago. It was before the Abraham Accords. Mm. But at one point, I was doing a draft for the king on what became called the Bahrain Declaration. Mm -hmm. And together with our mutual friend, Johnny Moore, we Mm. were working on the first draft. He's a good man. And uh, this person told us, surprised us, and he told us that he had recently come from Israel. He said, I only had time to visit two cities. I went to Tel Aviv, and we said it was, you know, cosmopolitan, urbane new york and then he said and then i went to jerusalem and my heart felt and i said oh i'm gonna have to Mm -hmm. defend my city it's you know not the right
0: it's the religious part (laughs) before i
6: could get the words out he said you know tel aviv i just found to be another concrete jungle yes he said in jerusalem it's a practicing muslim in jerusalem i could feel the presence of god walking in the street
0: i am telling you that is true the first time it the temple mount actually is like a, a pulsar with it you can feel it when you get anywhere in israel at least i can you can feel it you know why everything happens around israel it's almost like the world spins with jerusalem as the center the north pole if you will because it it is god's seat and you feel it when you get there it's amazing
6: and and the jewish version on on that always was that my house will be a house of prayer for all the nations this was the jewish dream it wasn't to convert
5: the
6: the rest of the world neither by the sword nor by persuasion to judaism it was to convert the world to a to a belief in the one god and incorporating his presence in our lives at all times. And the place where you can feel the potential for that is Jerusalem. And it doesn't matter if you're Jewish, you're Christian, or you're Muslim. Yeah,
0: you can feel it, you can feel it. Rabbi, thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. Uh, Director of the Interfaith Affairs at the Simon Wiesenthal Center, uh, the founding editor of Cross Currents, uh, and you can find that at (laughs) cross-currents.com. Mortgage rates have jumped a bit, but they're still incredibly competitive right now. You need to take advantage of them before they're gone, and that's as easy as a 10-minute call to American financing. They're America's home for home loans, and they're in it for you, not the bank. Please let them give you a free mortgage review and see what your options are. You could be getting rid of debt and saving money left and right. Uh, You could save a couple of hundred a couple of hundred dollars a month. You could save up to a thousand dollars a month just by doing a consolidation loan. And you can skip up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. That should help you out a little bit with inflation. Call American Financing now, 800 906 2440. 800 906 2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 1 dot www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
1: Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com.
0: I find his uh, visit to america uh, the timing of it uh, to be interesting at least for me personally um, he is uh, he's a, a very wise and kind kind man uh, and remarkable and I love the fact you know this I, i've been saying this to a few friends of mine it doesn't matter the religion uh, I mean use mine uh, the the, the the people who claim to be on God's side who are like, I can't stand with that guy. Can't stand with that guy. It's a weird stance. Yeah. It's a weird stance to take as uh, right now, you know, as, especially right now. Yeah. I mean, hey, do you believe in God? Yeah. Is he a loving God? Yeah. Mm, I'm in. He's, is he telling <laughs> you to run planes into buildings? <laughs> yeah. no? no. Okay, good. good. I think we're on the yeah. same page. Then. He, he he likes individual rights, right? He's not for the collective whole thing. Hmm. Yeah. Good. Good, I'm. I'm good. We'll plenty. argue about the rest of it later.
4: Yeah, and look, I mean, I uh, uh, he's the nicest guy in the world, uh, as as you as you note, um, and I, and I can understand you come on Glenn Beck's program and, and you start bashing Karl Marx, um, you know, you're going to have some people on the left think you're some ideologue, and that's mm-hmm. probably not ideal for sure. Reach, reaching out, do but you? <laughs> I think this is my opinion. <laughs> Karl Marx was an anti-Semite. He was. He was. Uh, let, let me give you a couple classics here. Okay. The, the Jew- from Karl Marx? Yes, this okay. is some some Karl from Marx flashbacks Karl Marx. Okay. here. all right. The Jew has emancipated himself in a Jewish manner, not only because he's acquired financial power, but also because through him, and also from part of him, money has become a world power, and the practical Jewish spirit has become the practical spirit of Christian nations. The Jews have emancipated themselves insofar that Christians have become Jews. It goes on to talk about... Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see if <laughs> can uh, let us consider the actual worldly Jew, not the Sabbath Jew, but the everyday Jew. Let us not look at the secret of the Jew and his religion, but let us look at the secret of his religion in the real Jew. What is the secular basis of Judaism? Practical need, self-interest. What is oh the worldly gosh. religion of the Jew?
0: Huckstering. What is his worldly God? Money. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'd say that's anti-Semitic. It seems say, to me yeah. a bit. Well, an- he was, but he How was, ba- he was also anti-christian he was anti anything to do with religion
4: and part of the reason why he hated uh, Jews so much is he hated capitalism and he said Jews were capitalists but in the final analysis the emancipation of the Jews is the emancipation of mankind from Judaism
0: Ah, okay. I—that strikes me right. as a okay. tad. That's like Sinetic. saying, you know, we wouldn't have a problem with all these Christians if there just weren't so many Christians, right? You know what I mean? And I once say, we get rid of the Christians, we won't have a Christian problem. I should point out all this is found in a section uh, titled
4: "On the Jewish Question."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> I'm no, with you. I'm semi- with you.
4: Mm-hmm. This is
1: the Glenn Beck program.